Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. CARICOM heads of government issue statement on Russian invasion of Ukraine and racist treatment of black refugees. Oil prices spiked by war in Ukraine may gravely damage small island economies. Too soon to lower our guard, warns Pan American Health Organization director as pandemic reaches two-year mark. Jamaica introduces new $2,000 banknote. Hartford, Connecticut public schools recruiting teachers from Puerto Rico. Mary J. Blige, Bobby Brown, Mike Epps, headline Soul Beach Music Festival in Aruba. And Duolingo launches Haitian Creole course. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, March 10th. We start a report today at CARICOM, where CARICOM heads of government issued the following joint statement on Russian invasion of Ukraine and treatment of black refugees. We, the heads of state of government of the Caribbean community, strongly condemn the military attacks and invasion of Ukraine by the Russian Federation and call for an immediate ceasefire and end to all acts of aggression, the urgent withdrawal of Russian military forces in Ukraine. We call on all parties involved to urgently intensify diplomatic dialogue and to immediately de-escalate hostilities and work towards sustainable peace. The invasion of Ukraine is causing untold loss and destruction of life and property for the civilian population of Ukraine, including women and children, in violation of international humanitarian law and has caused a growing humanitarian concern. We express appreciation to the governments and people of neighboring countries who are extending humanitarian service to refugees fleeing Ukraine. We are particularly concerned about the plight of discrimination against non-European nationals and call for the guarantee of the safety and security of nationals of the Caribbean, Latin America and Africa, and from those countries who are seeking to leave Ukraine. In this regard, we underscore the importance of respect for human rights and human dignity of persons in keeping with international commitments. We reiterate that the principle of respect for sovereignty, territorial integrity, non-interference in the internal affairs of another sovereign state, the prohibition on the threat or use of force, and the peaceful resolution of all disputes must be adhered to by all nations. The chair of the Executive Council of Small Island Development States, SIDS DOC, the international organization created to build sustainable energy and climate change resilience in small island countries, warned that island economies could be collaterally damaged by the fighting in Ukraine. SIDS DOC Chair, His Excellency Mr. Ronald Jumeau, Ambassador and former permanent representative of the Republic of Seychelles to the United Nations and the SIDSDOC roving ambassador for oceans said the war in Europe could sink small island development economies as well as their hopes and efforts to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic which ravaged their islands and will experience exploding and uncontrollable energy prices the longer the war continues. Small island development states already have a 90% dependency on petroleum fuel for commercial energy, costing more than $220 billion per year pre-COVID-19. They will now see a significant escalation in the cost of imports, particularly food, as almost all small island import 60% or more of their food needs, Ambassador Jumeau forecasts. 
Oil is over $120 per barrel, compared to under $30 per barrel two years ago. SIDS Doc is a United Nations recognized international organization established in 2015 with all the rights and privileges for addressing climate change, resilience, and energy security in small islands. SIDS Doc represents 32 small islands and low-lying developing states across the globe. The organization's work is coordinated by the Secretariat in Belize. Antigua and Barbuda Newsroom reports that effective Wednesday, March 16th, nationals and residents of Antigua and Barbuda returning to Antigua do not require vaccinations. However, they require a COVID test, PCR, or approved rapid antigen, no more than four days old, and a quarantine period in their own homes of 10 to 14 days. Further, nationals and residents who are vaccinated do not require a COVID test to enter Antigua unless they show symptoms of possible infections. More than 40,000 vaccination ID cards have been issued thus far, such that the nationals and residents can readily prove their vaccination status. Also reported by Antigua and Barbuda Newsroom, the cabinet has also agreed that the regulations governing the wearing of face masks is to be repealed, making the wearing of masks optional, effective Wednesday, March 16th. As the world reaches two years since COVID-19 was characterized as a pandemic, the public health measures are being lifted in many parts of the Americas. The Pan American Health Organization director, Caricia F. Ethian warns countries that it is too soon to lower their guard. When places relax measures at the wrong moment, transition spikes dangerously and we lose more lives, Dr. Ethian said in a media briefing on Wednesday. She is urging countries to base decisions on risk assessments and health data and to tighten public health guidance if cases go up. She also warned that the pandemic is still a threat today, with countries experiencing record numbers of new infections during the Omicron wave and the Americas accounting for 63% of new global cases in the first two months of 2022 alone. Countries must build on lessons from the past two years to prepare for quick action and adjust public health guidance if a new variant emerges or outbreaks happen by ensuring continued surveillance and by making testing readily available even when transmission is low. Despite the overall decline in cases and deaths in the region, new cases increased by 2.2% in the Caribbean. Bolivia and Puerto Rico also reported an increase in deaths over the past week. Jamaica Information Service reports that Jamaica is introducing a new $2,000 banknote. The late former Prime Ministers, the Most Honorable Edward Sega and the Most Honorable Michael Manley will appear together. It is among a series of new upgraded notes which will go into circulation later this year. The notes will honor seven national heroes and four former Prime Ministers, Minister of Finance and the Public Service. Dr. The Honorable Nigel Clark made the disclosures as he opened the 2022-23 budget debate on Tuesday, March 8, in the House of Representatives in Jamaica. The Bank of Jamaica advised me that the introduction of a new 
$2,000 note is necessary and would bring greater efficiency to the currency structure, allowing cash transactions to be settled easier. With the introduction of the $2,000 note alongside the $1,000 and $5,000 note, persons will require fewer notes to sell transactions, he told the House. He said that the new upgraded notes will last 50% longer than existing ones. Jamaica Information Service also reports that work is being done to update the Jamaica's tax architecture with clear and coherent laws capable of easy administration, says Minister of Finance and Public Service, Dr. The Honorable Nigel Clark. Dr. Clark said revisions of the Income Tax Act will be advanced in the coming months as a part of measures for a more responsible approach to tax expenditures and the use of targeted tax credits rather than wholesale tax holidays. As we aim to attract larger U.S. billion-dollar investments, it is imperative that we do so within prescribed structures, which will ultimately safeguard our economic sustainability. The act is intended to undergo a series of amendments, which seeks to create a coherent and self-contained legislative framework for the granting of fiscal initiatives in respect of qualifying large-scale projects. The minister outlined that effective May 2022, financial institutions will be required to submit information to Tax Administration Jamaica and exchange of information with relevant jurisdictions will begin in September 2022. The purpose of the reform agenda is to improve efficiency, transparency, and fairness while providing the framework to accelerate economic growth and development, the minister said, adding that the Custom Act will be repealed and replaced. He said the act, which came into effect in 1942, will give way for a modern custom act that is consistent with international best practices, noting that a bill for the replacement has been before the Joint Select Committee of Parliament and is now substantially completed. WFSB Hartford, Connecticut reports that school districts all over the country are dealing with staffing shortages. In an effort to help fill vacancies in Hartford public schools, the district is recruiting teachers from Puerto Rico. According to the report, schools in Hartford are operating at 75% of typical staffing levels. This is not suitable the way we are serving our students, said Dr. Leslie Torres Rodriguez, superintendents for Hartford public schools. Torres Rodriguez says special education, bilingual education, and speech and language are among the highest areas of need. It's all hands on deck. Our talent team is trying to figure out how to mitigate the vacancies that we currently have, she said. In an effort to seek out more bilingual teachers, Hartford Public Schools are recruiting teachers from Puerto Rico to fill vacant positions for the next school year. The program is called Paso a Paso, which is Spanish for step-by-step. Step. The city of Hartford has strong ties to Puerto Rico, and 55% of Hartford Public School students are Hispanic Latino. A pilot version of the program launched just before the pandemic hit. VI Free Press reports that the 20th edition of the Seoul Beach Music Festival, hosted by Aruba's, has headliners including Mary J. Blige, New Edition, and Michael Epps. 
The festival kicks off Memorial Day weekend, May 25th through the 30th. In Aruba, Mary J. Blige will headline on Saturday, May 28th. New Edition will headline Sunday, May 29th. Composed of members Ronnie DeVoe, Bobby Brown, Ricky Bell, Michael Bivens, Rolf Tresbond, and Johnny Gill. Michael Epps hits the stage to headline Comedy Night Friday, May 27th. Michael Epps can be seen in the Netflix comedy The Upshaws, which he stars in and produces. After two years, we are very excited to welcome the Seoul Beach Music Festival back for the 20th edition, said Ronella Crows, CEO of Aruba's Tourism Authority. As we begin to return to normalcy, I can't think of a better way to celebrate than with sharing our culture, hospitality, and award-winning beaches with attendees and the musical artists during the five days of the festival on the One Happy Island. For information about tickets and sales, as well as accommodations and the latest updates, sign up for Club Soul Beach by visiting www.soulbeach.com. All Soul Beach events will follow the Aruban government protocols for health and safety. And finally, Globe Newswire reports that Duolingo, the world's first language learning platform, has launched its new Haitian Creole course for English speakers. The course provides language learners the opportunity to learn the language of the first black independent nation spoken by more than 12 million people while discovering the culture of the Haitian people. To promote the new course, Duolingo is partnering with several Haitian-run restaurants around the United States, including Grand Champs in Brooklyn and Manjay Restaurant in Miami. To give away a free month of Duolingo Plus, the app's premium subscription service to customers who patronize a participating restaurant giving them the opportunity to practice their Haitian Creole with fun phrases like Sacapas, what's up? One of the largest Haitian communities in Americas is in Miami. In fact, Haitian Creole is the city's third most spoken language, so Duolingo is challenging Miami's mayor, Francis Suarez, to learn the language and keep a 30-day streak of Duolingo lessons in the new course in exchange for a $30,000 donation to Haitians in Tech, a Miami-based organization that provides aspiring and established Haitian technologists with resources to grow their careers. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez said, Miami is proud to have one of the largest Haitian populations in the world. We applaud Duolingo for making Haitian Creole more accessible to everyone. It will serve as a vehicle to Haiti's rich history and cultural traditions. Duolingo is dedicated to bringing cultural awareness of lesser-known languages to a wider audience. To learn more about Haitian Creole courses, go to www.duolingo.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, March 10th. I'm Keisha Wallace, thanking you for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news. Be sure to spread the word to family, friends, and associates. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and be sure to like and follow us on Facebook, now Meta.